Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome. And thank you for tuning in to some Untapped Keg Sports. I am one of your hosts back from vacation, RJ Zimmerman, here with my good friend, the stoic Monte Ball. How is your day, good sir? I'm good, man. I was trying to see how how like still I can sit right there because I got these shades on right now. And I was reminding myself of uh, the villain in Terminator 2, the liquid guy. I can never remember his name, but the police officer. And these are like police officer like shades. And I was just staying there. But all is well, man. All jokes aside. Doing well. I'm excited for tonight. Excited for tonight. Um, our conversation that we're gonna have. How are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling refreshed. It was it was a nice vacation. It was much needed. As much as I was like saying I don't really need a vacation. I needed a vacation and it was fantastic. Uh I bet. it was I bet. no kids and there was a lot of breaking news while I was on vacation, and the Brewers were dominating while I was on vacation. Then I came back home, but we'll get into that later. So let's get into the news. So like a really, really dedicated host, I scheduled my vacation during the most important sports night of the year for us so far this year. <laughs> Thank you to Kerry yeah. for filling in. Uh, I really appreciate this. He did a really nice job. Um, yeah. We really, we really appreciate filling in like that and Indeed. having some fun. That was awesome. We we had a good time. That was that was really appreciated, Kerry. We talked about some good stuff and and it was well received. How uh Looking back, so obviously we're talking about the NFL draft. So I did not catch, or I didn't, I caught it, no. but I didn't watch it live. Um, how do you feel the draft ended up overall, as far as your Broncos goes? Overall, I don't, I don't think there were that many surprises. I really don't. Outside of, <clears throat> outside of the bigger names in the first round, or the bigger surprises, that being Trey Lance, and obviously. Um, we all knew Fields would go that high, but uh, I, I thought Fields went low. I thought Fields was going higher. I true, thought he slipped, true. and I can't believe he slipped that far. True. So really, it's just like I said, the Lance and uh, why am I drawing the blank? Uh, what team took Fields? Jesus, Bears. Bears. Bears um, trading in. Bears tra- trading up like that is is not like the Bears to be that aggressive. But other than that, to me, I wasn't that overly surprised by how it went. There wasn't really any standout picks for me, but it was still, I think, a smooth, smooth one. I mean, I'm biased, of course. My Broncos got an A-plus grading. We crushed it. Um, as for the Packers, as for the Packers, I will let you touch on that, sir. They gave the Broncos an A-plus? We got an A. I don't know if it was a plus, but I saw that it was green and that it was an A. Interesting. And yes. Who was doing we, that grading? A Denver sports writer? <laughs> because uh according to the denver sports writers you guys already traded for aaron Rodgers, and you're about to win the uh 
the not just the Super Bowl, but the World Series and the NBA championship. <laughs> Did it just come in like right now or what? It Tomorrow hasn't Rogers? happened and it's not going to happen. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like it just it just happened like right now. In May, Rogers was just recently at a Culver's in Denver. <clears throat> he was he you was know why Culver's he was at a Culver's though. And they said he likes his cheese curds. Yeah, he was at a Culver's because uh he needed some Wisconsin flavor. So Wisconsin and, is his home. And and his soon to be fiance or soon to be fiance, soon to be wife. The soon-to-be wife is living in Colorado already, too. So, you know, Rogers actually being from California, not Wisconsin, went to Cal. You know, he's a Western boy, likes the sun. He's getting older. This colder weather feels different oh, on the bones. yes, because Denver is so warm. On the bones when it gets older. Denver's pretty warm. Denver's pretty warm. So, Rogers, in my opinion, wants to get out. Wants to go west, wants to be closer to his soon-to-be wife, living in Colorado. Quicker flight to Cal, maybe to visit family that he actually talks to. Um, or there, that's nobody. Knows. So that's a good good try. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, he doesn't really talk to much of his family, unfortunately. But but what are you? What are your thoughts, man? I mean, I think it's going to happen. I told I'm- you, I will. Be- <laughs> when this first came out, I said I'll believe it when I'm reading that it actually happened. And it hasn't you happened. You probably won't believe it then. And I don't think it's you, you read people who are in the room and they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying like, this is not an irreparable rift. Like there is a rift and there is a little bit of disrespect felt there. And I get it. Mm-hmm. And it's about securing a deal for more than this year, because that's what the Packers want to do. Uh, the Packers want to see if, Jordan Love, going back to last year's draft, has taken a step forward, and they can get be cheaper, right? So there's a lot of reports that are coming out, and it's like, hmm. I'm not believing it. I don't know. I don't think so. So I'm not believing you. That's fine. I You don't have to believe me. When, <laughs> <laughs> when September 1st rolls around, we'll see who's starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, and I bet you it's not going to be Jordan Love. Isn't it? You're right. It's not because they're actually reaching out to get some others right now, which is what I read today. Because love is the only one that's back there. If Rogers was to rug pull them, um, well, well I guess on. he would have. To, I guess he would have we to need, retire. We need to slow our roll here a second. <laughs> he would have to retire. <laughs> so there are only two quarterbacks on the roster right this minute: Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. Do you ever go in a training camp with two quarterbacks? Did you, no, no. The we answer the, is we no. The, you usually have four, and then we you went cut the down. Camp with mm, we did have four. Mm. Yeah, okay. just went through them in my head. So they're they're talking to other quarterbacks to bring them in, and it's like, yeah, there's two on the roster right now. Why wouldn't you? Because listen, you can you can say it's for that reason. Of course, training camp is. I, I guess it is about two months away. Oh, my goodness. But, it's almost like things are getting overblown. <laughs> we'll see. We 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 will I, see. And this next conversation is going to be hilarious. Because you're right. It hasn't happened yet. Everything that is going to happen, it would have happened during the draft. When it didn't happen during the draft, I'm like, okay, it's not going to happen. 
because this this is the deepest quarterback class in a while as far as talent goes. Yep. Like you're not going to have the same talent coming out of college for probably three, four years. Right. Like there's well, not that young quarterback who started as a freshman like Trevor Lawrence or – and I mean you always have like your Trey Lances that come out and like your Justin Fields. But even Justin Fields when he was a freshman, they're like, this this kid's going to be uh, the real deal. He's got a lot of talent. So I I just don't – I don't see it. Why don't you see it? That they're moving – they're going to trade? They're mm-hmm. going to eat it. They're just going to eat – if he doesn't want to play and he retires, okay, that's fine. Then we'll move on. So, but, okay, I shared my reasons why I think he's leaving. I want for you to share me your reasons why you think he's staying. Because all the players that he actually talks to uh, has said that. He talks to? Yeah. Like, not these sports reporters who are reporting nationally and have mm-hmm. these unnamed sources uh, and then come to find out that possibly – uh, there were no sources behind it. Uh, they just know that Rodgers is upset with the Packers like he has been mm-hmm. for three years. Um, that's honestly why, because this is a cycle. We went through this last year. We went through almost the exact same thing last year. And, True. Uh, what ended up happening? You guys get to the NFC and lose, or NFC Championship and lose. So that's what's going to happen again. The Packers are going to make the playoffs. They're going to have an early exit, earlier exit than maybe they should. So that's what's that's why I believe it's going to happen because David Bakhtiari, if Rogers is serious, yeah, right. Aaron Jones, right. Aaron Jones right. taking less money. That was the strongest argument that I saw, and I agree they but, would not. And it's that, not those, just that, but so the Kentucky Derby he was at with AJ Hawk. Mm-hmm. AJ Hawk says, uh, uh, "You know, it's not an irreparable rift." He said it on a show today. It's not an irreparable rift. Like some of the things that have come out just are flat out not true. And uh the but the Packers have disrespected him, like straight up. And I agree with that. Packers have disrespected him. They have not treated him like the all time great that he is, as far as the contract goes. Uh there was a report today that the Packers tried to make him the highest paid quarterback in the league this year. But it was only guaranteed for this year, and then then so they probably would have cut him after this year, depending right. on loves. And he wants a guarantee for three years. He'll take less money. He just wants to be guaranteed for three years, and the Packers won't do it. And after seeing what he did last year, Bro's got at least three years left. Like this ain't Peyton Manning coming off two neck surgeries, and his arms just <laughs> not going to be there. Like he's had leg issues. He hasn't. He hasn't had arm issues. Yeah, I say it's clavicle. I'd say your clavicle is is you can you can feel the same that thing when you, as fusing your neck tw- in two different. You spots. can. Oh, God, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying a broken clavicle bone, collarbone for 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 those out there who may not know. I feel like you're. You, I feel like you're feeling that when you're throwing at the velocity that he throws. I feel like I feel like you're feeling that the way that he slings that ball. You're feeling that. If it's you're broken, the the thing oh, about a broken. On, that's the right thing there. about a broken bone is a broken bone heals. Ooh. So the here's, here's the biggest thing. Here's the biggest thing that I have for where I don't believe it's as bad. I think that this is Rodgers against Gudikinst, who's the GM. Okay. I don't believe it's Rodgers against uh, LaFleur like it was last year 
after the draft. Like the quarterback coach had to get Rodgers and LaFleur on the call at the same time to repair a rift. Mm. That's not there this year. LaFleur and Rodgers are on the exact same page about what they need to do. So uh, Check the chat. Check the chat. We got somebody yeah. in the chat calling you out. Captain Corey <laughs> says that I sound realistic but worried. Go Bears Let's with go. Justin Fields. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's a that's a great pick for the Bears. It's a, a really good pick. Uh, in three years, really Aaron Rodgers is still the best quarterback in the NFC North. <laughs> so, and it's going to be with the Green Bay Packers. That's not really saying a lot, though. You can't like you can't say that that way as if that's a lot. That's Last not like the year AFC at West. this time they were like ranking the Rodgers as the third best quarterback in the NFC North. That's not like the quarterbacks in the AFC West. You can't say that the way you just said that as if there's real competition. Well, yeah, Justin Fields in three years. Like if Justin Fields at the 11th pick, Justin Fields should be at a very high level. He should be at a Matt Stafford level. Okay. That's hard to to debate with. So that's what I meant by that in in terms of in three years with Justin Fields. And you never know, you know. Jared Goff could be really good. <laughs> yeah, sure. Lions not in the about, Lions yeah. not in the chat. And I'm about to go try out for the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You right? Like I said, the strongest argument, in my opinion, was the I can never say his name, so I'm just gonna call him his first name, David uh, B. <laughs> the oh, line Bakari. Yeah, I can never say his name. Bacchiari. 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 Him and uh, (laughs) I don't think Bacchiari would have came back if Rogers would have told him, like, hey, look, uh, I'm leaving. Don't come back. But again, but that's not saying I'm saying that was the strongest argument. Well, here's another one who came back. Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis is a big one. Yeah, but he's old. He's old. But that's exactly why Rogers would have. He signed late too, so if Rodgers really didn't want to come back and like yeah. was gonna retire or whatever, I think yeah. that he would have told Lewis so Lewis could go get a Super Bowl somewhere. That's why I think that. Oh, Lions here now. <laughs> Mercedes Lewis, Cap- old Captain Corey Stafford. What about Russell? Well, you ain't getting Chicago. Uh, Chicago's not getting <laughs> Russell out anymore after that Justin Fields trade. Nope. I don't and think Russell's Dan the man's Russell's there. He's asking how we are. We're doing well, Dan the man. Good to see. Good to hear from you, man. Good to hear from you. Good to see you uh, too, Lion. Um, Russell is Seattle's not going to let Russell go. Or wait, no, no, no. His contract is different. His contract is they have one more year with him. And I think he can. I for, I forgot how his contract is structured. I think he has an option. Every After trade, year, right? I think there's like every trade proposal he gets to like confirm or deny. So I think it is. I think that's the clause in his contract, um, or approve or deny it. Something along those lines to where he he's in he's he's got some control over there. But I don't think he's leaving. Um, I don't think. He's I think that oh, Cap- Captain Corey's saying Justin Fields is the next Russell. Oh. Okay, I no. I can I I he's not as mobile. Russell's, uh, Russell's kind of special. He is they're special. Both, they're both mobile. They're both they're both pretty mobile. Yeah, Justin Fields is very mobile. Yeah. Um, 
you know, one thing that compared to Russell, oof. One one, I'm okay. So to keep in our rookie quarterback in the draft, like yeah, Justin Fields is very interesting in Chicago. We'll see if Nagy can hang on there because this is his last chance. Him and Ryan Pace, this is it. No, I doubt it's the Bears. Um, so they'll keep the staff there. <laughs> Trey Lance is the most interesting quarterback that was taken the first round to me. Uh, yeah, just that was because the most of him going to the 49ers. And I did not realize how big of a man Trey Lance is. We're talking Cam Newton big. <laughs> That's how big he is. He's not quite Cam Newton, but he's close. Right. And he Jesus. might be a little bit faster. Jeez. I think. So you have yeah. you have the most creative offensive mind in football right now, which is Kyle Shanahan. It is. Yeah. Look at all the injuries he had last year, and it, it they were still competitive in just about every single game. So you give Kyle Shanahan someone with the athleticism at quarterback that he hasn't had. This is going to be – it's going to be very interesting to see how, uh, how Trey Lance fares in his first year. I They said that – they're okay with Trey Lance sitting behind Jimmy Garoppolo for a couple right. of years. Jimmy I don't G see is it. Still- I think I think Lance is going to take over because Jimmy G's he ain't it. He ain't I it don't boss. understand. I don't understand why you keep saying that. I like Jimmy G. I don't know why because every time they won, it was because of their rushing. <laughs> when you got ten I guys in was- the box, it's easy to complete a pass to George Kittle to go for a touchdown. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, I get that, but I, I hate that I hate that argument so much because what is the quarterback supposed to do? Like, no, but that's sabotage the game. But because, that's that's just uh, saying that his stats, yeah, they're good. But I'm CJ Beathard put up good stats too in that offense. True, but but I, I hate that argument because you talk about the stats on that, but a, a quarterback can throw a one yard pass and it goes ninety nine yards. The quarterback just that's what I'm saying. Now, at, uh, yeah, but I'm saying that that. Rogers too at times. Have you seen a lot receivers? of it? A, a lot of it is Have Brady. Seen, I know. I know he has the a most lot of drops in the past five years from his receivers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the whole like one to two yard I know, completion. I know, but it doesn't happen <laughs> with his receivers. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> that that is most likely Brady. He throws those short four yard, five yarders, and they break. That's that. I think they need to clean up in football. Like it's like, hold on a second. Give the yak to the. To the receiver, of course, but why is that going to the quarterback too for passing yards? Because he has to throw it on target. I got to make the block least. too. Yeah, so running back should get some receiving yards too, or something. It's like I don't know. I always had a. I'm biased because a quarterback took the Heisman from me. So <laughs> with like, bad stats, we've talked about like, that before too. Like those you know why? Yards. You know why like, a quarterback took the Heisman from you, and it wasn't Russell Wilson, or it wasn't uh, Robert <laughs> Griffin the third that took the Heisman from you. It was Russell Wilson. Uh, you screwed it up. You I screwed did. It up I did. Back. But I still got there. I almost made you spit your water out. Yeah, screwed up so bad. No, man, it's actually uh, it's one of those like meal thingies and some water. Pretty. You good. know that stuff's bad for you. I meant to grab some water and I didn't, and I'm going to regret that in about 20 minutes. Right. Uh, but Captain Corey loves his Bears quarterback pick. Like, I'm glad to see it. Like, 
don't know. So the draft yeah, then it was the NFL is a lot more fun when the Bears Packers rivalry is really competitive. So um, which has been in like for it's been a very long time. Well, like six years. I mean, Five. there were close well, games a couple two, years ago, five. but Lions mad because they said that. Let's be honest, Lion. <laughs> the NFL's at its best when Hail Marys are happening against the Lions. <laughs> I just, I, man. I went there. I'm sorry, Lion. I love you. I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm not fully sold. I mean, I like I like the fact that we went and snagged Teddy, but I'm not I'm not fully sold yet. I'm honestly I'm not super excited for the with whole. Those receivers, they're it's like made for Teddy Bridgewater. Uh because I, that, he doesn't have to throw it deep to take advantage of the athleticism of those receivers. Of course, of course. But I just then again, that's Carolina last year too. That's what I'm saying. I'm not really that. That's why I was really excited about the rumors about Rodgers because that you know obviously it's Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not. I, I'm I'm happy that the GM went and got a a a, a decent quarterback. Right. Yeah. I I'm think just he's trying competent. To... I think Teddy Bridgewater's competent. Yeah. I mean, I and my thing is, I just feel like I think we're still going to heavily rely on the run game. Unfortunately, oh, for sure. Right. And that just always worries me because you get super one dimensional and you well, start to turn it Wisconsin football. That doesn't work in the NFL. <laughs> but I mean, you you could argue that Tennessee's one dimensional. You could argue, honestly, I was that, thinking that, too, uh, but the 49ers were one dimensional two years ago. Um, but A.J. Brown's like a Devontae Adams in a sense. It's well, like, it's, it's, it's like our role there. Devontae Adams is like one of one right now. But I'm saying like a dominant receiver like that, like that level of just being dominant is rare. <laughs> Dan the uh, man, uh, thank you for subscribing for two months. We really appreciate it. Oh wow. We love to thank see you, you here. Man. And uh Dan the Man has a message for you, months. Oh, he does. Keep your grubby Broncos hands off of Rogers. <laughs> your grubby. Yes. <laughs> grubby. Why is that why does that sound so English? <laughs> Uh, because it's from the English language? You know what English I'm talking about. I'm talking about England English. <laughs> Keep your grubby English, hands. English. Keep your grubby Broncos hands. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was very, it was a, okay, uh, not okay. It was a fine draft. I think that's just the best way to put it. It was a fine draft. You know, the, I mean, yeah, I agree. Remember, like, was, so the draft happened late Last year. So it wasn't exactly a year ago that the draft happened. And um, remember how much I hated that draft last year? Well, yeah. Yeah, because the Packers, right? Because, uh, well, yeah, snagging Jordan Love, right? They traded up two rounds, two picks, just two picks with non-quarterback needy teams to get Jordan Love. And it's like, what? But, okay, so I hated that draft. I still, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan. I like AJ Dillon. I like uh, Deguara. Dillon's a really good. Um, yeah, Dylan's Dylan's going to really have a big role this year. Their draft this year, I don't think is much different from their draft last year. I, in, in the year <laughs> it's before a lot that, of, it's a lot of reaches. I do yeah. like the Amari Rogers pick. Uh, he's going to be a more athletic Randall Cobb, which is that's going to be interesting to see with an Aaron Rodgers. But um, if he's 
If he, yeah, if he turns out to be a Randall Cop, right? Uh, apparently, <laughs> the Packers go back six years before they've had a third round draft pick that has actually been um, positive, has been a positive addition to the team. So we'll see how uh, this third round pick goes. Right. But Adams was second round, right? Yeah. Okay. So I I do like Amari Rogers. Um, Randall Cobb actually uh, had big praise for him. He actually talked him up to Rogers a little bit. Reports say uh, he actually helped work out with Rogers too. So Amari nice. Rogers that is, and uh, it that's the one pick where I was like, okay, that's pretty sweet. But you know they got that center that they needed, uh, who has poor footwork, but. They needed a center, so they drafted one. You never know. Yeah. Footwork is coachable, so it is. Um, we'll see how the <laughs> the corner that uh, they probably could have drafted in the second round that they took in the first. See how that works. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold, but last year's draft ended up being better than what I thought. Yeah, uh, right. That's the beauty about it, though. Too is. You know what I'm starting to see? I'm starting to see some of these teams, they're trying to adopt the the good old Belichick philosophy. But Belichick's not been a good drafter. He's been a good free agent. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Belichick can snack James White now, fourth round, I believe. Yeah, but if you look at his drafts, he only has like one player per draft for the past 20 (laughs) years that has been a positive contributor. That's what I'm saying. So these teams are trying to really poach for the really get the cheap one, cheap, get the cheap guys, cheap players, and see if they can develop. Try to get them developed, like a developmental program. And then you have teams who are pushing all their chips in the middle of the table, going all out, getting the trophies now, getting the rings now. Maybe. And so I'd be frustrated if I was a Packers fan too. That's so that that's the thing, like where it comes from (laughs) Wisconsin, period. We're kind of sick of being the bridesmaid. Like, we want to be the bride, we want to be the champion. It doesn't matter what sport it is college football, NFL, honestly, MLB and NBA. Can we win something? College basketball, maybe even. Like, can we finally win a championship? Why is it recruiting through there? No one wants to come to Wisconsin. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's be honest. It's because uh, we don't necessarily treat people very well. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm thinking. I mean, you guys have Yelich, you have Giannis, so you have and Rogers, you know, and Devontae Adams, you know, yeah, David Bakhtiari. And no, no, I'll just, I'll just, we can just stay at Aaron Rodgers, Yelich, Jair Alexander. So, I mean, you guys do have the see, top see players. See Captain Corey. All right, see you later, Captain Corey. You guys do have the top, arguably the top player in your, in their respective sport. You know what I mean? Of course. You're talking, you're talking about uh, uh, Giannis? I'm trying to, uh, no, no, Yelich. Yelich, I, I, yeah, so I would have put Yelich there two years ago, but <laughs> right, uh, he's just been he's been hurt, so it's that's kind of why he comes I, back I, for a game and he goes two for four, mm-hmm. and 
then his back starts acting up again. It's like, darn it. Like That's why I kind of paused. The Brewers are – their injuries are starting to catch up with them. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's keep talking this NFL Packers stuff. Um. Well, no, I'm just saying you guys, uh, the whole Wisconsin sports, yeah, it seems like we are, yeah, content with second place, third place, maybe even fourth, Um, which is frustrating at times. But, I'll, yeah, I was just sharing that. But at least you guys do have yeah, Rodgers, Yelich, and Giannis, and so you just got to build some teams around them, build, build a squad around them. Giannis has been balling out, though, so there's so that's good. I'll be going no to the game next reason. Yeah. This is probably no, I'm kidding. Going into this year for the uh and the Packers, like this is their most talented defense they've had since they won the Super Bowl probably. That defense and even great. then, it might be more talented than that defense. Like the way that Jair Alexander that plays, is, that defense is good. The way that, you know, you have uh Darnell Savage coming along. And then you have Gary, who's really showing flashes that he might be a dominant pass rusher in the league. And Zadarius Smith has been arguably the best pass rusher in the league the past two years. It's, yeah, this defense, there's no reason that they should get shredded like they did. Right. The defense isn't the reason that you lost the NFC Championship, though. That's like, all right. <laughs> There's two plays the defense gave up that Strap should not have cost you the NFC Championship. <laughs> yes, that play at the end of the half hurts a lot. Yes, it that does. defensive holding hurts a lot. But you got three turnovers right. in a row. Right. And you didn't score on – you didn't even get a first down. Okay, you, you got one first down on one of those turnovers. That's it. Right. Um. I'm sorry, but that's that's on the offense. That is. There should have been better defensive play, but when you get three turnovers in the second half and you're down by one score and you can only get one first down. Yeah, I'm having I'm I'm having issues putting that one on the defense. So Yeah. And there's yeah. something about Fournette's run though. There was something about that run. I think that was before halftime. That Not was like right nasty. Before. Yeah, that was in the first half. That was a second drive. Ooh, that that run, there's something about a powerful run like that. They always tell us, you know, you get one of those early. You really, like when a defense gives one of those types of runs up early, you, you, man, the offense feeds off of that. The running back most definitely does that momentum. And so that just popped in my head when you started mentioning the defense and not really putting the blame on the defense. And also, and I, and I still agree, it's not entirely the defense's fault. I'm, but the opportunities I, were there in the they were the offense they were. they were and I don't know I'm just I'm just I, I want to know what's going to go on this year I really I really really do um I really really do one is I think we're gonna have a really good year of football a really really exciting year of football I think Denver is actually gonna make make some noise this year I'm not fully you think Denver's gonna sold. make noise I do. Again, I'm not fully sold on Teddy, but we do have a receiving core around him that's got some speed, some 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 speed. And then we got Melvin in the backfield with some speed as well. Yeah, Fant. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see Noah, actually. Um, really excited. I, I want to know if he, he's actually going to bulk up a little bit. 
Probably not because he's not necessarily a blocking tight end. Hmm. Trying to figure out how they're going to do that. But I'm excited. I'm excited for my boys. I want for Von Miller to come back healthy. I think he's going to. And I think he's going to, you know, he's going to try to prove himself. I think he's going to have something to prove, have something to prove that he's not getting old. I'm looking forward to it. I really, really am. Really, really am. So let's say the impossible happens. The uh, Your dream, your pipe dream. What do you think the Broncos have to give up to get Aaron Rodgers? Uh, ooh, ooh, um, mm. probably three first rounders. I think they're going to have to give up one first rounder. I think they're going to have to give up an escalator pick that could become a first rounder if they make the Super Bowl. And then I think it's either going to be Von Miller or Bradley Chubb. And if not one of them, Jerry Judy. Not my guy, Judy. It's gonna take not, not Judy, not Judy that early. You think that early they'd give him up? They have to. If you're gonna give God. up Aaron Rodgers, you gotta give something up. Judy was I'm telling you, Judy his route running reminds me a lot of Adams. He's very, very crisp. Exactly. That's why the Packers want him. <laughs> He's very, very his routes are crisp. Um, good old Alabama right there for you. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I hope, I hope again, I, we have a new officer of, I was going to say officer coordinator. We got a new GM that being George, George Payton, George Patton, whatever his name is. It's Payton. I don't really know how he, obviously from this recent draft, I understand how he, a little bit of what he is thinking process, but obviously not the whole entire thing. He hasn't developed a history yet. But I hope he doesn't do that. I really, really hope he doesn't give up Judy. We need Judy to stay. We need that franchise receiver. We need we we need that. And I feel like again, I'm not entirely sold on Teddy, but I feel like if he can just manage the game, be a little better than Drew Locke, we are gonna be a force to reckon with, I think. I really, really think so. That defense just has need- to play too, because <laughs> that wasn't great last year. Although you get Bob Miller back, that's a heck of a piece. It is. It is. I feel like we had we had some young cats back there. Uh, well, no, no. Actually, we had two guys back there who were some vets. Jackson and uh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. Slipping my mind real quick. Chris Harris has been gone. That's because um, uh, you're a fake fan. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> No, I just think that, I think there's I just think there's levels to fanatics. Um, I think if you've if you've had the opportunity to play professionally, you wouldn't be as much of a fan as you are because you're not that big of a fan of your job currently. Well, I'm a less I'm less of a fan because I know you than I was before I met you. I used to be able to go like third string defensive end for the Packers. Like <laughs> I used to be in it and. This is me toned way down. So, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like you're not a. I I honestly I used to be able to name like the Bears backup tackles. Like that's how. No. Like I would be able to name the Lions. Uh, you know, 
backup running back that no no i i got i got too much of a life i can't i can't fantasize over athletes like that but i but i but i but i am a fan his name is slipping my mind though but it'll it'll, it'll pop up but long story short obviously we're still going to have to go against the good old chiefs and i actually wanted to bring that topic up too cuz i was thinking about it the other day we have this goat talk greatest of all time and people are talking about Mahomes will be the next. Obviously, Mahomes' numbers have been phenomenal. But Mahomes has some of the greatest weapons in all of football around him. So my thing is, my question to you, RJ, hypothetically speaking, how do you think Mahomes would be elsewhere? And let me let me let me pick a team for you. I won't go too terribly terrible let me let me just go with let me just go with the Packers actually I think that's a good choice how do you think Rodgers would be or excuse me uh, Mahomes would be as good as he is I think you think so so Joe Montana you guys ever- Joe Montana was the called the goat before uh Brady Brace? Joe Montana played with look who he played with Jerry Rice, right? You and then Steve Young came after Joe Montana and put up similar numbers with Jerry Rice. Like, Mm -hmm. so we look at it like that. But you look at the Super Bowl. He made a lot of the right reads. There were a lot of drop passes. Look at that throw he made, parallel to the ground on a rope, hit the receiver in the face mask and he dropped it. On a rope, like, 35 yards, like, parallel to the ground, no feet on the ground, all arm. I mean, what quarterback doesn't make a phenomenal throw? You wouldn't be in the NFL if you've never made a phenomenal throw. Did you hear how I just described that? I know. Parallel to the ground. Listen, the argument is not if he's talented or not. The argument is, would he be as talented? Yes. Okay, no, no, let me rephrase that. Would he be be putting up the same numbers? Yeah. Like exactly, Absolutely. exactly the same. Absolutely no, not. but they would still be goat like. Absolutely would still not. Be Aaron Rodgers' numbers. Because look at how he played in the Super Bowl. He played perfectly fine. There's a lot of scrambles that he did not have to. He should have stayed in the pocket. He should have stayed in the pocket. He made some rookie mistakes throwing the ball deep, slinging it deep on like second down. On a receiver being heavily contested. I saw a rattled Mahomes. Now, granted, his receivers dropped a lot of balls. Tyreek dropped a, a a catch that Tyreek should have. He would catch. It wasn't many just balls. Tyreek though. There were a lot right. of balls. <laughs> there were touchdowns that were dropped. Yes, yes. I saw a rattled Mahomes. I've never seen Mahomes like that. I'll just say that I haven't seen him rattled like that. So I've always thought about that question. Um, he would be talented, but would he be? Would he just be a? Let's talk about Tom Brady. Would Tom Brady would, have yeah. the same number of Super Bowls with the Packers? I think so. Okay. Brady Brady's uh Brady's uh Can he do you think he, he can, can drag he really, a 30 like a second Jordan. ranked defense to a Super Bowl without a Randy Moss? 
You said de- a defense? Yeah. He had some pretty poor defenses in like the last, like before he came to the Bucks, probably from like years 2015 to like 17. No, no, I'll even go before that. I'll go, I'll go like 11 to 13. He had the McCourtney brothers who were who obviously were, were good. So and then he had Chunk, uh he Patrick had, Chunk. He had some but defenses that-, that were ranked like uh low in points given up. But a lot of those points were given up early in the year. So if you look at where they were from like this the second half of the year, they ended up being like a top fifteen defense and then they played like it in the playoffs. The Packers give up thirty points per playoff game, just about is what their defense usually gave up. Under so, do you think Brady's winning six Super Bowls with a defense that gives up thirty plus points in the playoffs? Yeah, I think he's winning six. Probably not. Let me let me backtrack here. Do you think he's? Do you think he's even five? winning three? I mean, most people don't ever. Do you think win he even makes three? Something. Yes, yes. Yeah, come on, come on. Mm-mm. He makes three. No. Stop it. You discredit that man so much, and that's it's not that weird. I did, it's not that I'm <laughs> discrediting him. It's that it's a team game that we don't talk about enough because Joe Montana has five Super Bowls. <laughs> Joe Montana had amazing teams around him and one of the best coaches of all time as well. Honestly, Dan Marino, if you look at what he did with the talent that was around him, he never made a Super Bowl. It's just as impressive as what Joe Montana did, honestly, from a numbers perspective. So you don't think? So you don't think? You don't? You right now? You don't think? I think Brady we put too be- much emphasis on Super Bowl victories. What? What? What do you mean? Like football? One player in football does not make as much of an impact as one player in basketball. So when you when you compare like the championship thing like we do do with like MJ and LeBron, that is more apples to apples compared to football where you have Super Bowl championships versus other Super Bowl like other players. Like when you go player player comparison, it's a lot there's a lot more nuance than what we go with a lot. We're just like, "Oh, he's got s- seven Super Bowls." Best ever. Does he have seven now, or is it six? I couldn't even. I actually couldn't tell I don't you. Know. I actually. How many I ever he has? Seven. He has. Right. I think he actually has seven. I think it's. Six I think it is seven. And one with the Buccaneers. I understand what I, mean, I understand. That, what is, that is very impressive. But they had one of the best offenses in the NFL this year too. Like talented, most talented. And I'm not taking that away from him because he had to learn a new system. He played great in the playoffs. Uh, he played great in the Super Bowl. He plays but, great when it matters. It, I mean, if you compare their stats, there ain't a heck of a lot of difference between those two, except would, for what the defenses give up in those games. Would you pick a player off the bench who plays pretty consistent from game one to game, the last game of the season, and has some really good games in there? Or do you pick somebody off the bench who's got that fire and plays great when it matters? But how are you saying when it matters? Like, are you saying that 
Rodgers <laughs> did not throw catchable balls that were not caught or um, – No, no, no. I said I, So Aaron obviously was my first example of playing consistent from first game to last game and having some great performances in there. Or do you go with a guy who Brady didn't play too well at the beginning of the season? I watched because I was like, okay, I got to see how he's going to look in this Buccaneers uniform. Didn't play that well the first game. And I think actually the second game too um, to where I was like, yeah, it's not going to be the, the – mm. Brady needed Belichick more than Belichick needed Brady is what I was thinking at the beginning of the season. But then he just turned it on once it started when the games mattered more and walked home with the trophy. That defense played all time though too with the, the amount of pressures that they got on the quarterback. Like I told you about the where, Buccaneers. That, I know you did. You I know you did. You laughed at me. <laughs> I, was like, I know you did. And G- <laughs> Jason Pierre-Paul turned that clock back. Dude had five fingers on his hands again. Like dude was amazing. And then you, you know Shaq Barrett was Shaq Barrett was awesome too. So yo what's up Vlad? How you doing? I remember in my my fantasy league team, I picked the Buccaneers defense, and you laughed at me. I'm like, dude, I did. I'm like, Shaq. I, I, Shaq was with me in Denver. That dude has a motor. He's good. <laughs> He's very good. And they had the those two rookie defensive backs that absolutely balled out. They did. They, they did balled out come playoff time. And I, this isn't like you have def- to play very very well at a very high level to get to. You know, ten Super Bowls that, that he's been was, to, or whatever, team, and he's won seven was. of them. But at this level, when we're talking goats, you got a nitpick. And I'm just saying, <laughs> but, he is a better Troy Aikman. I will say this: that team was stacked. That team was, and they're going into these this stacked. year's stacked as well. And Brady has played with some phenomenal defenses. Phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal. Junior Seau when he was there. I mean, my gosh. Like, I'm thinking the Mike Vrabel, Teddy Bruschi, Rodney Harrison defenses. (laughs) Those, man. Vrabel for sure. He loves that guy. He he does. He loves him. I love um, (laughs) – I don't know. So I've – in Tom Brady's career, I've gone full circle twice. Where I was like, dude is amazing, like unreal talent, like what he's doing. Then it went to, he's a little overrated the way people talk about him. Then it went back to, he's underrated, <laughs> like people don't appreciate this greatness that goes all over. And now I'm back to, dude's a little bit overrated. Like we need to calm down just a touch. Give me, so he's overrated because the players around him play better when. He's on their offense, so that makes him overrated. That was the same Played offense. Better. That was the same offense minus. They had better uh, stats the year before, but they, but they won. Yeah, the reason they didn't win the year before was because of all the turnovers. <laughs> well, yeah, so James. he kept control of the ball. So <laughs> thirty-one interceptions. And I, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how much one person can actually affect that much compared to coaching and everything else that goes into it. Like there's a lot of moving pieces that all fit together perfectly. And I feel like we're taking that one piece out and sure it's a big piece, right? But it doesn't mean that it's the biggest piece. 
Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. I'm saying we're putting too much stock on Super Bowl wins. Okay, take away the Super Bowls. Obviously, AFC Championships appearances. Yeah, but that is, that's the same thing. You're just taking one championship <laughs> and putting another championship on it. It's no, no, no. I, just, I, I said appearance. I did not say victories. I said appearance. <laughs> yeah, I said AFC champion, championship appearance. Lions rooting for the Rams. I think it's because of uh, uh, Stafford. He's a big Stafford guy. Vlad loves Rocket League. Not a big fan of the sports ball, though. Mm, I so, got you. We, we also love Rocket League. Uh, yeah. We're not. We have fun. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're not great. I am. I didn't say great. <laughs> I said uh, we're not. Uh, we have fun. <laughs> it's a fun game. It is a fun game. It is a fun game. All right. Well, I know that you want to talk about it's your. Which? Sorry. What? It's which? What? Ha- what just happened? Oh, but um, obviously I know that you want to talk about your brewers. So, sir. Oh, what's up, Doc? Oh, it's Doctor Witch Doctor. Se- that makes sense. Okay. Oh. Got you. Got you. Appreciate got it. You. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So, baseball. I think All right, the Cardinals let's go into the baseball. Was playing, and I think they might have lost, actually. Do but you know who's in first place in the NL Central? Nope, I have no idea. Have you been watching at all since our last podcast two weeks ago? Nope, because I told you, if I can't watch the Brewers play when I'm living in Wisconsin, then I'm not I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go deep sea diving for these games these channels. I agree with you. And that goes back to my rant a couple episodes ago. And I I don't, I do not understand what MLB is thinking at all. And I really dislike the fact that we cannot watch these games. Uh, You got to, you got to chase the Cardinals are in first place. You got to chase them. Well, obviously I knew that. I knew I had to, I have to uh, listen to the radio through the internet streaming app. And um, rough, man. That's the only way that I can uh, that I can hear it. See, that's and rough. Follow the games, and but <laughs> I we have good radio announcers, so I enjoy it. I enjoy listening to it that way. Um, it does kind of stink because I can't really see, uh, you know, the pitches like how nasty it is. But the Brewers have, uh, I think it's up to 17 players on IL. It's either 16 or 17 now. They're hurt. You serious? And their offense is finally starting to come back down to earth. They were, they were on their win streak with like their fifth Eight. string players. And um, nobody's really hitting the ball well except for Colton Wong. And that's about it. But they had timely hitting, and that's all you need. You need guys to get on base. You need timely hitting, and that's cheap, man. You can win with a bunch of two hundred hitters if you have that, but if the timely hitting slows down, you're in trouble, and that's what the Brewers are facing right now. Their pitching's perfectly fine; they just can't score runs. Oh my goodness, man! I just cannot keep up. I mean, we're talking—we're already twenty-six games in. 
My goodness. Yeah. And it's still too early to be talking all the smack, too. <laughs> it is. It is. And that's, and that's what I shared two weeks ago and three weeks ago, where I'm really going to start diving in once the games actually start to matter, which, I mean, yeah. After they, in they, July you know. plus, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, and I get they, it. I completely get can. that. But there's not, I can't, I'm ready to talk some trash once we get to that point. And it's going to happen. I, it's inevitable. I really hope that the Brewers get a little bit healthy. They actually, in my opinion, they're set, who was supposed to be their second best offensive player, they sent yeah. them down to the minors he's been doing so poorly this year. Whoa. So man's got hopefully he can figure it out. I don't know what it is. I, I, yeah. I haven't been able to watch, so I don't know how he's scuffling I thought he was hitting the ball hard and he was just getting unlucky, but that is not the case. Um, I don't know if he's not seeing the ball well or what, but sometimes you just need a little bit of a refresh. So you said you're not able to watch. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, man, that I'm sorry. That's so, that's such a trigger to me that I think it's such a trigger to me because I just don't understand why an organization of that stature of that level of that on that platform would not why they don't care about making sure that their games are accessible about younger fans like and then fans <laughs> that are you know poor not well exactly. off that don't have access to the right you know cable TV networks fans like myself who yeah. you saw got a little excited about it and then tried to actually actually sat down to watch the game and I'm like, wait, the Brewers are playing. I'm in Wisconsin. But anyways, enough of that. I'll let you keep going. Sorry. Well, that just really that's about that's about all I had about that, honestly. <laughs> like, the Brewers are really hurt right now. They fell back down to earth. They're in second place. Not too far behind the Cardinals, but the Cardinals are starting right. to get healthy again. And they're starting to play really well. I got um, smacked by so. I got I got a little bit. Lion posted something here, and I yeah. I want to I want to bring this up because it brought something to my mind all right so lion wants the rams to go to the super bowl because he feels stafford's been underrated his whole career in a super bowl bring him respect who would get in the hall of fame first in your opinion philip rivers Mm. or matthew stafford you're talking about right now at the current moment at the current moment rivers for me Rivers. See, that question made me pause Rivers. and think a little bit. I'll make you think. Because I also believe Rivers was a little bit underrated. I wasn't the biggest fan of watching him play. I was not. He was good That's why for I, what he did. I And I'm not just saying this because you picked him, but I think I would take Stafford because Stafford had yeah. a lot worse talent around him. But but and but put Rivers great numbers. True, but it seems like Rivers always played with a very beat up Chargers team when he it was. It always seemed like they were beat like, up, but they always always, always had a, a Vincent Jackson, uh, uh, Antonio Gates. Oh come uh, on! You can't say Antonio Gates like he's in his prime. He was in his prime with Rivers. Oh well, at the beginning he was in I'm the just, start and his pride. Or I know with Rivers, 
Okay, we're going way. Well, we're we going time. their whole career. All That's why the Hall of Fame. I Melvin mean, I'm Gordon. Just, look at that, Dan not, the Man, Melvin Gordon, LT. Of course. LT's yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson. In case you forgot. Who me? Oh no, I got a picture. I got a picture with him <laughs> in, 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 in my frog suit. Name dropper. My frog suit, but I, I, you. I think a lot of people don't give, cre- give don't give a lot of credit to Rivers. I think more so just how he was on the field, <laughs> just he how was a anno- trash talker, how annoying. And he we're is. talking about saying things you know that are not very so, filthy, just trash talking straight up. I mean, okay, I like that argument a lot because Stafford. I think is I really liked Stafford coming out of Georgia. I I really really liked him. Um, and just obviously talking to Noshan a lot about him, man. Another name drop, of course. Uh, you say that all the time, but you know, he's a he's a he's a good athlete. And obviously, watching him in the Lions, Stafford can play some football. I mean, but just I brought up had. Antonio Gates, but Stafford had Megatron. Yeah, and that's what I just don't. I I got to stick with Rivers. I got to stick with Rivers. I can't give it to Stafford yet. I just can't. Although he hasn't had the talent, but I just can't. I mean. Without Stafford, the the thing with Rivers is he was never hurt. So you never saw this. But without Stafford, the Lions went 0-16. So that tells you how much they needed Stafford, too. Like, that's how much you're relying on somebody to wear. the Packers. What the Packers did without Rodgers. The Packers went 1-10. And and they tied. And they scored one touchdown that was a pass. There shouldn't be that huge of a drop off. Obviously, there's going to be a drop off from a gold jacket, first ballot, that being Rodgers, to to anybody behind him, but not a significant one like that. And then Stafford, I just, I must. That's an interesting question to me. That's an interesting really debate. Is. I liked it. it really and the way that Lion talked about him really getting is. respect made me think about that. So I appreciate it. Thanks it really for bringing is. that up, Lion. Because you guys are you guys are bringing stuff up the, the the Melvin LT comparison I can't I can't compare Melvin to no that's not the comparison there's they were naming who Rivers had on his team with them oh they're okay. not saying like, compare Melvin LT oh, oh I was like whoa this man scored thirty one touchdowns in a season it's outrageous yeah, 30, Melvin's 30. better um. <laughs> Why you put me in a situation like that? <laughs> I feel like Melvin's got got some time before he can be compared to Ladanian Thomas, and then I and I think he would agree with that too. Somebody clip uh, that reaction. <laughs> LT LT man, it was unreal. So Rivers did have some players, but I mean, it's not like Stafford had no offensive help either. He just had a lot less. Yeah, he had, like you said, he had Calvin Johnson, one of the greatest to ever play. Stats, when you look at stats. Uh, Not just stats, but physical traits. I guess that's what you would look at. Yeah, one of the greatest to ever play in that position. So I just want to borrowed cleats at the combine and proceeded to run a 4 3 40. Yeah, I just wanted, wanted to see Stafford do a little more. Just a little more. Just a little more. Listen, I think what he did was perfectly adequate. It was uh, exactly what it needed to be. And, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate him always 
finishing second behind the Packers. <laughs> yeah, they had a pretty good run game up there. Well, I wouldn't say no, they pretty didn't. good. No, Amir they never Ab- had a good run game with Stafford. Amir Abdullah, I wouldn't say it was great. It was a good old Nebraskan right there. I'm trying to think of who else they had back there. Well, I mean, their best running back with Stafford was probably Joyke Bell. Wow. Not even ringing a bell. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, maybe you know, like I'm, I'm Kevin, missing somebody. Kevin Jones. I'm missing somebody. And then I, I, Kevin Smith. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt had one year where he was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It could have been this year with DeAndre Swift, but they refused to play him. I don't understand. Yeah, he was by far the best running back. He dropped that pass (laughs) that would have won him the game in the first game, and then after that they kind of just like punished him for it. It's like, why? He's your your best running back. I like that question. I'm actually still really stuck on it. I know. That's a good – it's a really – it sets out my goats. We should be talking about that because that's where there's a lot of really good debate too. That's actually a really good debate. So, I don't know. in conclusion, Major League Baseball put your freaking games on TV. Just help help me out. Just help me out. Help everybody out. People want right. to like you, right. and you won't let right. them. Right? That's actually a really good, really good statement. That's actually a really good statement. Quit tripping over your own feet. <laughs> and you then know, you stop dropping the bat in the baseline. Carry it two steps and drop it. Goodness. <laughs> It's like you've never played the game before. Uh, Show the man. games on TV, right? I don't, I don't understand it, but I'm gonna think on that some more. Was that Lions' uh, question? Well, or- he brought up the statement that Stafford's underrated, and then it made me think about Stafford gotcha. versus Rivers right now. So. I, it's and Lion, that's hard to debate with. I think everybody would agree with that. That Stafford's underrated. Well then I guess he wouldn't be underrated. But a majority of people, in my opinion, agree that he's underrated. I think he's, like, perfectly rated. I don't. I do think he's underrated, but I still think that he needs to do more to to, to be considered uh, your, your, your question of being in the Hall of Fame. Do you think Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer? I don't think he, I don't think, I think he may be like, no, no. If I, I had to choose on the cusp, that I would say no. But I would say, I was going to say, I would say no too. I, although in your comparison, I would say it would be Rivers. But if right now, if you said, do you think Rivers? No, I don't think so. I don't. Let's say Ryan Fitzpatrick um, takes the Washington football team to the Super Bowl. Is he a Hall of Famer? Because the last thing about Rivers, I think Rivers threw a, 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 just a lot of interceptions, I think. Yeah, I gotta he, go back no, and- you don't have to think he did. <laughs> a lot. Um, now, what would you, would you ask? Um, if Ryan Fitzmagic takes <sighs> the Washington football team to the Super Bowl this year, is he a Hall of Famer? <laughs> First ballot. <laughs> <laughs> dude is, dude is a Hall of Famer if he takes it to the su- Super Bowl this year. I'm telling you. Yeah. He's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but in the Fantasy funny. Football Hall of Fame, he would be placed. What about what about Minshew? He's in the Hall of Fame of mullets. I'll tell you what. Oh. He's bringing mullets back in. I saw four <laughs> kids today walking around with a mullet, and each one of them said it was because of Gardner Minshew. He's bringing it back. 
He's he's he's, he's brought it back. I mean, he's um, bringing those jorts in, you know, with that little wispy mustache. Can't pull the jorts off. I I got they're too much hanging. Next week gutter. we're gonna come with the mustache, and we're gonna dedicate it to Gardner Minshew. You guys shave it into. Nice. No, nice. you have to shave it in two months. Nice. Yeah, that's that's my response. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll it'll be exciting. So, what are you watching this week? What do what do what are we watching? Yeah, um, I'm watching for the I, Brewers to maybe score some runs. Man, I'll be honest. I'm, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. I actually haven't been watching a lot just because I've been really staying up late, just learning a lot about the stock market. Learning a lot about stocks. Um, I've been very, very interested in it, but I need to get back to some shows. I need some new shows. What did you say you've been watching? Uh, I've been watching. Um, I can't get that right now. Uh, I'm watching and see if the Brewers are going to score some runs this weekend. That's what I'm oh. going to be watching. <laughs> I haven't really been watching anything, but. Oh, wait. Are we. Uh, uh, we you guys again soon. What are, what are we. Uh, I think we play Saturday night. Are we doing a community night again? Um, I, yeah. Um, wait. What's Saturday night? Uh, yeah. I mean, we can. Why not? I mean, I, we just got to figure out what to play. I mean, I know that I know. we can do. I know oh, that we can. There's do, Among uh, Us. There's a couple of games, kind of like Among Us. Um. Trying to think what else is out there. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah. we're going to be, but let's just we'll, tell everybody we'll, we'll that. We'll tweet it out. So, mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. There we go. There's that clip. Launch face. <laughs> what? Oh, no. He got the clip. He got the clip. He clipped it. Lion clipped it for us. Thanks, Lion. Oh, no. Thank you, Lion. Appreciate it. But oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll clip that. So, this week on our sobriety podcast, Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Yes. Central Time, yes. we have the unashamed alcoholic, Becca. She's from yes, Canada. Indeed. She has a podcast called The Unashamed Alcoholic, and it is fantastic. We're very excited to have her on. And, uh, yeah, so we'll catch you Saturday night. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, um, thank you. Saturday night at we'll, – we'll tweet out the time and what we're going to be playing. So look for either Among Us, maybe some Apex that just dropped some extra content that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Rocket League, possibly. We'll see. We'll Ooh. see what we got. So uh, there's in, in options. A, we got options. Indeed, so, and real quick um, – I see we got some we we got some new people in in the stream. I just want to share with everybody. So of course, I do not wear these sunglasses during our Sunday morning streams. Our Thursday nights are wow, way more casual, way more laid back, self conscious about your sunglasses. Way more fun. Well, you know, we just gotta we have an image to uphold here, sir. And uh, just want to let everybody know that. Um, now, with that said. Still wait on RJ sunglasses, but I got real glasses and I don't have prescription. So I my eyes are so bad I would not be able to read this computer screen from where I'm sitting. I'd be up here like this. Are you serious? I don't think anybody would want to see that. Oh jeez. I am serious. My eyes are that bad. So 
Carrie is Ooh. here. Thank you again, Carrie, for filling in last week. I really appreciate it. You did a phenomenal job. And uh, yeah, we'll catch everybody on Saturday or Sunday. So thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Or <laughs> maybe next week. See what you guys. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.